to Expounded Universe, Season 22, Episode 3, Grey Squadron's Anatomy. The book, Star Wars X-Wing Race Squadron by Aaron Alston. The year, 1998, and 1988. It took a long time to write. With your host, Jeff and John, let's go! everybody welcome back to expounded universe i'm your host jeff joined as always by john that's right my guy always mm-hmm. he's always here i've missed more episodes than him it's true yeah you just never miss an episode nope no it, it's it's commendable it's it's true it's very commendable that mm-hmm. i have never had a child or gone to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> you're the cal ripkin of not getting exactly that level of sick yep <laughs> Look, I'll get fucked up, but I ain't missing an episode. <laughs> uh, so, so how are you doing today? I'm all right. Good. Yeah, this is a uh, we got a busy week ahead of us. Yes, we, we are. Uh, when this comes out, we're going to be basically on our way, essentially to Emerald City Comic Con this weekend. Yes. Yeah. This should launch Wednesday or Thursday, and yeah, it will be. Will be uh, I guess this is probably Tuesday, but yeah, yeah. We, we got we have a uh, we have recording scheduled throughout the week, but we are going to be leaving on Thursday for for Seattle. Uh, it's just it's just gonna be a busy week. We have a lot of movies to watch, we have books to read, we have all kinds of stuff going on. Bunch of nonsense happening, mm-hmm. and then we got to do a convention. But hey, if you're in Seattle and you want to come say hi to us, we would love that. And you don't even need to go to the convention to see us. We're gonna be at the Yard House in downtown Seattle. I think that's downtown. It feels yep. like it should be. Uh, at seven thirty on Friday, March. It's pretty 3rd. near the convention center. So yeah. if you were already going to Emerald City Comic Con, you know, it's a quick lift or a nice, you know small walk yeah it's a couple of blocks i think and if you are at the comic con then we're doing an rpg quiz uh on on march 3rd again it's a friday uh i think that one starts at 2 30 where we'll be doing lots of giveaways of all book all kinds of cool books and stuff that's right Mm -hmm. and then uh we will also be signing those books for about an hour after that so that's if you're at emerald city comic con if you're just in the seattle area and you're a big fan come on down to the yard house and watch us both not drink that's right Neither one of us drinking. <laughs> you can buy me a water. <laughs> <laughs> buy me the healthiest appetizer they have. Water. <laughs> so, so yeah, hope to see you there. But otherwise, exciting stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's not exciting stuff? This, this part of any given uh, Star Wars book? I mean, I don't hate this two chapters that we've got today are essentially the getting to know the crew chapters where we get to know there's a lot of characters where I come from, turn hat backwards. (laughs) For example, there's this one guy called Face. You know, why do they call him Face? Well, two reasons. One, he was also, he was a face for the Empire Mm -hmm. in a lot of propaganda, but also his face is all fucked up now. Plus, he's just a huge face. He's just a huge walking around face. He's he's the he's, face of Bo. He's Modoc. Just a big floating around face. Yeah, whereas I made a Doctor Who reference. That's fine, for too. For the Whovians out there. I mean, I vaguely remember a big face in Doctor Who from the couple episodes I tried watching. I mean, there have been more than one just big faces. Mine was, the one I remember was like a lady who got so much plastic surgery that she was just a stretched up face on a sheet. Yeah. Whereas mine is more of an actual just giant head guy. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You get both. Yeah. You get a little of everything with Doctor Who. <laughs> Look, Doctor Who sprinkles the faces on liberally. <laughs> you watch Doctor Who long enough, you're going to see a big face. It doesn't matter what era you start in. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see, uh, I think it's Cassandra, the stretched out lady. You're mm-hmm. going to see the face of Bo. You're going to see Matt Smith. Yeah. Matt Smith and his great big face. <laughs> his great big foot of a face. Famous for it. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> sort of like if the uh, the pajamas or the bananas and pajamas had a secondary career. Yeah, yep, <laughs> that's it. That's Matt Smith. He's that's one of the Matt Smith for you. One of the bananas and pajamas. I think he was banana two. He was probably yeah. <laughs> banana one. You guessed it. <laughs> Frank Stallone. <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> so uh, 
So yeah, these these two ep- these two chapters are going to be very much just introductions, and we have definitely established that Kel Tainer is going to be more or less our eyes for this book. Yeah, we start with Wedge. He's going to be our yeah. our big uh, point of view character because both of these chapters are almost entirely uh, Kel POV. We get a little bit of Wedge towards the end of one of them. Yeah, but yeah, uh, and it's mostly just Kel. Uh, doing another training and doing doing okay. It's very clear that the second training they run them through is the uh, volcano ambush that got Mindonos' squad in the first place. Yeah, I mean, God, I'm so glad that when they were like, oh, and then they did this, and he was confused because for some reason, Mindonos didn't have to do that training. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> thank you. Because this whole that- time I've been like, what are you guys doing? Like, make this into a sim, then have this guy relive his worst failure. Is it better or worse for him? That he has to, like, sit in the barracks and know everyone else is playing through his, like, ultimate failure. And you know Kel's going to come out and be like, I didn't die. Also, my wingman didn't die. And I killed 19 TIE Fighters. (laughs) I showed up and was like, huh, this is easy. You'd have to be a real screw-up to fuck this mission up. Only some kind of loser Corellian would mess up on this this gig. (laughs) Oh, man, if I was a Corellian and I fucked up on that, I'd quit wearing my special stripey pants. (laughs) I think he already, yeah, he already has. Yes. (laughs) So, but but yeah, he has been paired over and over again with uh, Hohas Ekwesh, who is a Thakwash. God fucking damn it. Fucking, they put a horse alien into this book and then gave him the name Horse Horse. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. He's a Hohas, which is pretty close to horse, and equestrian. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> part of me is like, yo, I appreciate this. Like, yeah. there's a part of me that is like, if you're going to put a horse alien in something and you name him Horse Horse, I'm like, I get it. I got to say, you know, I'm, I'm used to this. They already named the Gamorian Piggy. Which, like, that's but at just least tell- that's a a nickname that he has. It's a nickname that tells us that that Gamorians exist, but everyone knows full well that they're just weird green pig monsters because there's regular pigs, so as to give them the nickname pigs. Yes, I don't I don't care for that. I, I would prefer for everyone to be like, oh, do I ever see anything porcine? It reminds me of Gamorians, not it reminds me of regular ass Earth pigs. I mean, it would be more interesting if they were like, this is my pig, and I call him Gamori, because he, you know, Gamorians. Uh, yeah, I guess that would just be racist, as opposed to this, which is just racist. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> look, whatever way you slice it, it ain't great. <laughs> so, so yeah, he does a few more missions with this uh, th- this, co-pi- this new co-pilot, Hohas, uh, who we're going to talk about and get a good nickname for, so, so we, we don't have to constantly say horse horse. Yeah. When they eventually get to the cool bar in the middle of what we, what we learn is a barren moon. Folor Station isn't like some forest moon or something. No. It's just like the moon. Yeah, it's straight up just a big barren rock. Yeah. and uh, So everything's underground. I do like that we establish that Tainer manages to get Horse Horse under control at least a little bit because he cuts through... Uh, that personality because we established that horse horse is a collective yeah we we have him fly a couple just a montage of more trainings and then they go down to downtime and he gets he's like hey how come you fucking tanked me in the first mission and and uh, hohas is immediately like hey look i'm real we're real sorry about that that's our bad i i we apologize i personally apologize and so do the rest of us yeah i apologize on behalf of the rest of my brains but especially the one that is a pilot and that one, he's kind of an asshole. Yes. Like, it, he gets his dander up and can't be controlled. Yeah, which which uh, causes Kel to kind of fall back and be like, what? What? The f- what? God damn it. What? Okay, fine. Explain your alien bullshit. Well, yeah, there's a whole point where it's like, ah, oh, yes, the pilot is bad, not me. And this is before anyone realizes, like, oh, you're... Your multiple brains in one dude. And so he's like, I don't understand it. And it takes sexy lady pilot yeah. to be like, why, you're one of them multi-brain aliens, aren't you? Yeah, don't worry, the uh, the X-Wing squadron will eventually have ten new recruits on that. Two of them are ladies, and we get a whole paragraph dedicated to how sexy each one of I said three of them are ladies, excuse me. Par- pardon me, Jesmyn Akbar, the co- the niece of Admiral Akbar. I'm sure your dangling doodles are very nice. I'm sure she's super hot to fish, uh, but... 
<laughs> Super fish hot. Yeah. But uh, Fallen Sand Skimmer and what's her name? Kate Car- uh, Karia? Taryn. Karen? Is it just Karen? Taryn. Taryn. And Taryn are just, they, they both get a whole paragraph dedicated to how easy on the eyes they are to all these dudes in the, in the squadron. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, at least Sand Skimmer doesn't get like a big paragraph about it. It's just like, oh, this is almost worse because it's, you know, you'd be way prettier if you smiled, but you're all mean and angry, so you aren't pretty. Yeah, and it's Whereas, Tyria. Uh, Tyria is just a hot lady, and then if she smiles, she's even hotter. Yeah. Yeah, there's this bit where when we're going around the table of the first four, the people who were in the mission that we finished the last chapters with, uh, uh, you know, we already know Peggy, so that's he's an easy introduction. We know Kel. He's... L- uh, Kel is lancing into Hohas to try and figure out why he just got uh, his points docked so bad. Yeah. Uh, and Hohas is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're sorry, dude. That's just, that's pilot. That's not me. Yeah. Uh, and, and eventually, yeah, it takes Tyria to be like, hey, lay off. That, that guy appears to be some kind of multiple brain system sort of deal. And he's just like, ding, ding. I am apparently this personality is incapable of stating I have multiple personalities. Yes, I have. And it's not a disorder. I don't have MPD. That's just the way Thakwashes be. Yep, they've got, you know, they refer to it as multiple minds. They don't actually have, like, discrete brains within them. Yeah. But they have, I mean, like, we don't know. I mean, Maybe. I looked it up. They oh, don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough there to do a whole bonus episode at patreon.com slash system mastery at the $4, $4 level. level. Yeah, yeah. But... I did look it up and it was like, oh no, they just have, you know, air quotes, minds that they can switch between. That was a portion of the book right there that made me kind of, I was like, man, you did, this is not how you endear me to your main, main character if he's going to be the main character. Because he's sitting there being like, I don't understand why you're, what, what the fuck you're talking about? You meat, you dumb horse monster. And then Tyria's like, oh, come on, relax. He's like a multiple brain system. And he whirls on her and then he's like, whoa, pretty lady. Yeah, because he's so grief. angry that he's like, Oh, how dare you tell me some information I should know? And then he's just like, oh, no, you're too sexy to be angry at. (laughs) God damn it. In my estimation, she's the perfect woman to be a woman-style fighter pilot. If I were to think, what's the perfect lady fighter pilot? It's her. Mm -hmm. One of those looks that looks perfectly uh, uh, fine in, in like, a jumpsuit. And you can tell that she's, like, one of the boys' ladies. But then she can also put on a dazzling smile and let her hair down and be ready for prom night. You're like, uh, (laughs) shut the absolute fuck up, you workplace harasser. Oh, man. She's all that. Am I right? (laughs) If she'd just take take off those paint-covered overalls, she'd be so pretty. And the worst part is you know they're setting this up as a romance. Because there is a part later where someone else comes in to hit on her, and she's like, oh, for fuck's sake, is this going to be one of those things where I'm the only lady on the squad and all of you are constantly hitting on me because you're bored? Go jerk off in your rooms. Yeah. God, please, please don't let me be the only female person on this, or else everyone's going to be like, well, it's a bunch of dudes and you, so you're it. Yeah, so... So that, that, that happens when some other people arrive. But first, we, yeah, we establish that Hohas, or Runt, as he prefers to be called, yes. uh, because he is the smallest of his brothers, and uh, apparently Thackwash are grown pretty big, because he's normal man size. He's like, none of the other ones would even fit in an X-Wing. Oh, yeah. He's about 6'6", six, six, mm-hmm. and the normal height for a Thackwash is about nine and a half feet. Yeah. So he's like, hey, call me Runt. Look, look, call us Runt. Runt is... Not a name that we take as an as an offense. We really are smaller than all of our brothers. It'll be fine, and it's it's fine. Don't call me horse horse. Yeah, please don't call me horse horse. Call me runt. And then you know, Vort's like, also you should call me piggy. And, and let's just get the rest of the aliens on the squad figured out. <laughs> hey, I know you're like Akbar's niece, but can we just call you Fish Lips? We're gonna call you Bubbles, and uh, we got a Bothan on the squad. We'll just call you both in these nuts. <laughs> We'll call you Bear Rug. How do you like that, huh? And uh, what do we got? Another human on here? You'll be, I don't know, Pinky. <laughs> Just Pinky. The human. Pinky. The, seven of the people in the squadron are humans. Yeah, and you're Pinky. Yeah. Well, look at you. You're real pink. That one over there is named, I don't know, Eyeballs. You got eyeballs. <laughs> two of them. That's crass. Weird. And on a team where the the general in charge of the base doesn't have two, and there's at least one member of the squad that doesn't have two, you know, eyeballs is definitely kind of a 
it, it's a, it's a name that kind of could be insulting to other members of the group. Yeah, he should, he really should have thought of that nickname before it was un- uncomfortably thrust upon him. Also, your nickname is Teeth. You got little teeth. Humans have little teeth. I'm a horse man, and I think humans have tiny teeth. Why did we put Runt in charge of the nicknames? <laughs> oh, no, it's my personality that gives people nicknames. I've just got one of those. <laughs> You're human one. You're human four. <laughs> Wait, why did you skip to four? Look, who's doing the nicknames I already here? named. I already met humans two and three. <laughs> you don't know them. <laughs> oh, how the fuck am I human one? Human one died. <laughs> And thank you for bringing it up. It's very painful. <laughs> Show some tact, human one. Oh, I made myself cry. <laughs> I'm going to switch to a not sad personality. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Hi, I hated human one. And I hate you, too. By association. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, we, we just are getting a little bit of establishing of personalities between them. We also find out that the bartender for this bar... Fucking stupid bartender. ...is a 3PO unit... That is just sort of even sassier because that's look 3PO. If you're a 3PO unit, you just have a dial. The low end is <laughs> sassy and the high end is uh, immensely sassy. Yeah, it goes from sassy to like drag race. Yeah, <laughs> this guy, this fucking robot is about mm, I'm going to go ahead and say at least a seven on out of ten on here on the sass meter. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that's Squeaky, I think his name was, and he is a manumitted droid, which which is to say that he is uh, not uh, owned by anybody. He is not like the official bartender robot of the of the station or anything. He's just employed and owns the bar. Yes, uh, his whole deal is that he was a three PO unit that was uh, worked at the Kessel Spice Mines. Well, he was on the Tantive that got mm-hmm. caught in the New Hope, and. He was just, you know, one of the protocol droids that was in there. But when they got all of the droids and a bunch of the prisoners from there, they just took all of them, sent them to Kessel to work in the mines. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was just sent there to, you know, do droid work there. I mean, he's a 3PO. He's not mining. He's doing, you know, random protocol shit. Yes. I'm killing myself because they named him Squeaky. And I think it's supposed to be because of some previous happening. But he's he's got different parts like you can tell that he is not just the base model because he's got like a base silver color and then parts of him are gold but so you is, can tell he's replaced bits of him over the time which is a weird thing to, to, to focus in on because 3po i mean i know in the in the sequels they give him a red arm yes but he has always had one silver leg you don't get you don't notice it until you're paying attention. I think it just starts below the knee. But 3PO from from New Hope onward has had one silver leg. Yeah. Also the description of this where he's like, "Huh. This protocol droid is weird. Normally they're gold or silver, but he's silver." With some gold? And I'm like, that's not weird. That's the most famous th- droid there's ever been. You're, what, are you, what are you doing? Do you recall the most famous <laughs> protocol droid of all? <laughs> I just figured it was the uh, the author trying to work in a reference. I cannot fucking remember where the droid squ- or robot Squicky or Squiggy or whatever it is from. You know, you know what I'm talking about? No. All I remember is that he said Bitty Bitty. I have I, no I idea what you're talking no, neither about. Neither do I. And it's going to be sad. There's going to be, I'm sorry, I know right now you're like, you're that person who, the closest you're ever going to feel to a ghost is when you can't yell the audience at podcasts. <laughs> but I don't remember if it's from Battlestar Galactica or what, but but you'll correct, you'll tell me in the Expounded Universe thing anytime, anytime now. Yeah. Go to our Discord, mm-hmm. find us on Twitter at System Mastery, a link to our Discord, lovely people there. You can go in and if you know what, the robot fuck I'm says talking about. bitty bitty <laughs> bitty bitty bop funky funky yeah it was definitely yeah it was, it was uh, uh funk fantasia whatever that song is called uh <laughs> is, is where the robot was from thank yes, you for bringing that definitely yes. yeah <laughs> ow uh but yes uh he shows up does the waiter protocol droid and he's like all right i'm gonna take some orders and tainer being, you know, the protagonist is like, well, I'll have it. He's like, nope, holds up a hand. Uh, I don't have anyone. Nobody here has a rank because you're not actually in a squad and assigned anything yet. Weird that they so, don't have ranks anyway. I I'm mean, they're all go in the military. The, I mean, 
on the verge of washing out, I assume. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hit that point in the military where you don't even rank anymore. They just call you by your name and like, bar hey, robots get you. to insult you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that level. But they don't. Double secret probation. They don't have any visible rank insignia. That's fair. So he's just like, all right, because you don't have any rank that I can see, I'm going to go by the time-honored custom of ladies first. Mm-hmm. Time-honored custom where? You know, oh, you know, Earth where pigs are? <laughs> Pig Earth. <laughs> so, you know, he takes her order, and then Tainer again is like, all right, now that that's done, he's like, nope, hey, go fuck yourself. Aliens after ladies, as is a custom, you know, on Earth with pigs. I really wanted him to be like, uh, Fulor is uninhabited. We are all equally aliens here. Nope. I'll take the horse and the pig man. <laughs> and just so you know, you've interrupted me twice. And if you do it again, you shouldn't drink anything that I bring you. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, man. You are just getting full sass. Well, it's his fault for real for thinking in advance he has main character white guy syndrome. <laughs> Like, he has those privileges. I'm sure if Wedge came in, he'd be fine to be like, no, I want a beer, you fucking robot. If a, any waiter anywhere shows up to a table and one of the people at the table's like, I'm ready, this is what I want, they take your fucking order. Yeah, they aren't like, shit. you shut your whore mouth. I'm going <laughs> to take this person's order. No, dude, someone's ready. Take that order. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of silly that he's like, app, 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 ladies first. Like, uh. I no one you're you're just as likely to be insulting her as you are to be doing whatever fucking thing it is you think you're doing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's just like uh I've decided that I don't like you and if you make that worse, I'll fuck your day up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I really want Tanner to just be like fine, I'll fucking put two two in your little droid head. I don't even think that's illegal. <laughs> you don't count as People, I can I can own you if I can just go find a slave bolt unit or whatever they're called. I mean, that's bolt. the nice thing. They mentioned he doesn't have a hole for one. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's fully his own person at this point because it's not just that he doesn't have a restraining bolt. He doesn't even have where you could put one. Yeah. So Which, now that I learned that there's just a spot you can stick those things, I'm like, how come like they don't just plug those up? Like the moment three PO is separated from anybody, he doesn't just go. Well, I got this wad of gum here. <laughs> just gonna. Pack that into the old restraining bolt hole. Number one, because I don't want to uh, be enslaved by anybody, but also feels kind of good. <laughs> Ooh, I like filling that hole. It's a pleasant sensation to be had. I mean, I have to assume because it's in their programming that they yeah, can't. They can't. Yeah, it must be. Uh, but we learned that uh, Squeaky managed to get you know oh, human yeah. status because he rescued a bunch of droids from Kessel, but not people. <laughs> yes, he rescued a bunch of droids from Kessel, and we get yet more of that weird horse shit uh, about how uh, droids can't fly spaceships. Yeah, so instead, he just talked to the autopilot and was like, hey, I'm going to ask you to do something. Mm. Can you do that for me? I am not technically flying because I do not ever take the controls. Yes. So we get uh, a resurgence of Crystal Planet of Twilight or whatever. The droids aren't allowed to fly jets, which we know is not true. Uh, <laughs> all horse shit, but... But in this case, it's like, yeah, he wasn't allowed to fly, but he did get to plot the course, and he plot the course using his internal radar system, which is... Only well, he just told the uh, the autopilot, like, oh, follow the ground so that we stay below radar. Yeah. And then once we get outside of range of their guns, then just take off to hyperspace and go to the Republic. But unfortunately, the autopilot was some kind of word-twisting genie, because it was like, you got it, sir, I will well, it stay. Just, it has a follow-the-ground protocol. Yes, which sounds worthless, because it just stayed... It flew over a mountain range all while, at ridiculously high speed while staying exactly 50 feet off the ground. Yeah, so it's just a lot of, like, goes into a canyon and so it has to be, like, woo, 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 yeah. twisting and turning in yeah. the canyon. Basically just making a waveform with all these droids bouncing up and down off the roof of the thing. And no one's ever like, this is a stupid premise, stop doing that, <laughs> or anything to the autopilot. Nah. The autopilot's like, you said stay 50 feet off the ground. You should have wished more carefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So they take off, and he gets person status because he manages to give them information about Kessel. Yeah, he has a full uh, roster of who's imprisoned there. Like, who's there, what the defenses look like, you know, what political prisoners are hanging out. Yeah, and this is all taking place well before the time that we have been to the Kessel prison. So yes. this, isn't, this has nothing to do with Han or Kip being there, although presumably Kip was already there. Because uh, he was, he'd been there for like eight years when they got him. I mean, this is the story of a girl. Sorry, we did establish a long time ago that I have to do that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's within like several years before yeah. a new hope, so it's possible. And we don't have Han captured there until well after. Yeah, it's like six. It's uh four, five or six years after Return of the Jedi is when that happens. So about. You know, nine or ten. So maybe not Kip, but definitely Vima to Boda. Oh, yeah. Boda's there. Yeah. <laughs> Boda. D's nuts? <laughs> That's going to be her nickname when she joins the squadron. <laughs> Welcome to Wraith Squad when you're Boda D's nuts. <laughs> uh, hi there. My name's Handlin. What's my nickname going to be? Uh, glasses. God damn it. <laughs> I don't even wear glasses. These are just novelty, happy 2022 glasses. Yeah, well, you fucked up. Your nickname is glasses from now on. It's like, it's like when you have a friend who's like, oh, you one time accidentally spilled a bunch of eggs on yourself and your nickname is eggs now and it doesn't matter. <laughs> You'll be 50 years old and your friends will be like, what up eggs? Remember that time when you were 15 and you spilled eggs on yourself? Your name is Eggs Forever. Yes. No, I'm, I always hate that. I, like, you ever have one of those friends where you're like not one of their core friend group and then you get told their nickname and it's something you would never really want to call. I, one of my friends is that where it's like, I, I was more friends with his older brother. So when I met him and, and everyone was like, oh, that's Ryan, but you just call him Chunker. And I was like, I'm not going to call a guy Chunker. How about you go fuck yourself? How about you give me his real name? I feel like Chunker is the kind of nickname where I have to have full awareness of why it, it, it why it's Chunker and if it's okay that it's Chunker. I'm not just going to start saying that. <laughs> I don't know uh, if you've ever had one of those. Yeah. No. <laughs> Most of the time, if anyone had a nickname that I knew, it was usually just my nickname is my last name, uh, and that's yeah. just it. I just go by that instead. I'm, I'm assuming just because John is one of the most common names you can get. Yeah. yeah. No, I had the nickname of my middle name for a very long time. Yeah, I grew up in in, in middle in elementary school in Los Angeles. There was another Jeff A. in my class. He spelled it different. He spelled it the, he was the, one of the Geoffs, and last name wasn't Aldrich. It was Armstrong, but you know Jeff A. wasn't good enough for anybody, and so I started going by JJ. So huh. I was a JJ until sixth grade. Whereas my my elementary school class had two Johns, a Johnny, and another Jonathan who also had the same birthday as me. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm David. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fully going to divorce myself from this. I went back to Jeff in sixth grade because I moved to San Diego and there were no Jeffs in the class, but there was a JJ. And she, <laughs> a, a, and she was like, no, you can't have the same name as me. I forbid it. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> So, so anyway, uh, two more people come to join them after they have a conversation about their experiences and so on. Yeah, we get sexual harasser and FaceTime. Yep. So Face is a former, because everybody's got to have a crazy gimmick to be on this squadron, uh, except for the people who are barely on the squadron, like like Grinder and and uh, and, and, Fal and Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and uh, and plenty of fish. Yeah, <laughs> Christian Mingle. <laughs> we got Grinder, FetLife, FarmersOnly.com. Uh, your nickname is FarmersOnly.com. I told you I'm a moisture farmer. It should at least be Moisture Farmers Only, which, by the way, is a great FetLife name. <laughs> Come on, call me Wet Farmer. <laughs> nah. Uh, so yeah, everyone's got to have a crazy gimmick. Face's crazy gimmick is that he was an imperial child holovid star, groomed from childhood to be the exact face that they wanted to represent the Empire, and in a bunch of movies where he was a, like a little 12-year-old preteen heartthrob type, until he was kidnapped by rebels who were trying to make some kind of desperate point against the Empire. Well, yeah. And, you know, uh, Tyria's even like, oh, I had a huge crush on yes. you when I was a kid. And he's like, I was 
literally picked because I was most likely to make people have a crush on me. I, like, that was my fucking job. I love that of the two of them, when she's like, oh, God, I had a huge crush on you when I was a kid. He's the one who's like, yeah, I don't care. No, <laughs> no, no, no offense, but I don't want to know you. I don't care. Yeah, but here's the thing. I know. I was on yeah. Imperial Tiger Beat. I get it. Yeah. So he's like, up, he, but he doesn't go like, did you now? Only female pilot I'm aware of. No, he's he, just like, he's like yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Everyone did. So he gets kidnapped by a rebel pirate contingent. Uh, an, an Imperial Commando squad is sent to rescue him. Things go haywire. There's a lot of crossfire between the two of them. Almost everyone dies. And he decides that this is actually his chances for a ticket out of the Empire. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to hide. Mm-hmm. They don't find him. So they're like, oh, we assume this guy is dead. Yeah. Now he's from some planet, but he has family on some other planet. And it's called like Lort or something like that. Lort. So, so he uses some of his money that his, his family has put in his name and all over the place because he's quite wealthy to basically go live with his extended family no one knows about on Lort for a while uh, with a big old scar right across his face that really, really fucks him up. It does, it's oh, not yeah. a sexy scar is what, what During the rescue operation where they tried to get him from the extremist rebels, he managed to take a blaster bolt across the face. Yes. And they and ask him if he's allergic to Bacta. He's like, nope. I just figured, fuck it. My whole life has been about me being too pretty. I'm keeping this. Fuck it. I yeah. don't want to ever be in that same position. Meanwhile, the other guy whose name is, I think, Pan or Tan or something like that, uh, he is like, he's like, I'm allergic to Bacta and I'm 20% robot now. So he's a cyborg man. Yeah. He's got like his entire left eye. It's Fannin is his name with oh, okay. a PH. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah, got. Fun Fannin. He's got, like, his entire left eye is just bionic. He's got mm-hmm. a bunch of little, like, cybernetic bits on him and everything. Yeah, and his gimmick is that uh, he's an asshole. He's, he's an asshole, and he's a horn dog for Tyria and immediately starts hitting on her. Yeah. And we find out Tyria's thing, because everyone has to have a thing, it's not just that she's sexy, she's ever so slightly Force-sensitive. Yes, her deal is that she's very lightly Force-sensitive. But, she, but she's it, also very sensitive about being force sensitive. Yeah, notably because she's bad at it. She's only extremely, she's actually met Skywalker and has trained with him briefly, only for him to kind of have to sadly sit her down in a room and be like, look, you're never going to be good enough at this for it to matter. This is not going to be, this is not your calling. Yeah, look, you've got what amounts to a fun parlor trick, yeah. but not much else. Yeah, so, you know, she's like, fine, I guess I'm going. And then they ask her, you know, well, all of us have a horror story for why we're here. What's yours? And, you know, she's just like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. And Fanon, of course, spends no time being not only incredibly sexually forward, being like, hey, I'm in love with you. We should get together. And it's not just because you're the sexiest person ever. It's because you're also force sensitive and I want powerful people behind me. And she's like. You're a creep. Yeah. she. Made, that, that's the point where she's like, oh, for fuck's sake, is this going to be with all of you? Is this going to be a thing? Piggy, do you want to get in on this? Do you, is, <laughs> here's your moment. And as soon as she even manages to calm down from that, as soon as she mentions like, oh, yeah, my dreams were crushed. I went to go try and train to be a Jedi, but mm-hmm. I don't have enough force stuff. He's like, hey, let me ask you something. If you were uh, you ever do what I would do if I had the force. If I was in an X-Wing, I'd use it to scratch that part of my back I could never get to. You know, because that would be great, using the Force for that. And she just gets pissed off because he essentially just heard, oh, all of my dreams were crushed and went, oh, can you use your party trick to scratch your own back? And she was like, I'm leaving. Yeah, so she gets up and stomps off. She's mad. Uh, But that's after they've had their discussion about why all of them are here. Like, they all... They weren't told that they're all about to wash out, but they have kind of figured it out yeah. amongst themselves. And so they go around the table and uh, basically uh, we don't get that much out of some of them. Piggy, we already know it's not his fault. He's just Gamorrean. Yeah. Um, Runt, it is his fault, but it's pilot's fault. Not, not yeah, his pilot personality, as we have seen, is just an asshole and it goes off on his own. Will not follow orders. Uh, Ton Fannin is expensive to keep in a unit because he's accident prone and keeps getting into firefights where he gets pieces of himself blown off. Yep. And I don't remember what faces was. Oh, just, uh, uh, he got into trouble with the uh, commander here. Yeah. Because when he first got sent, he was like, oh, I bought an A-Wing because I'm rich. Oh, that's right. It was General Crisp- Crespin. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, and I tried to get aboard a group. They sent me here to Folor under Crespin and then... My A-Wing got fucked up, and I was like, fine, bought an Mm X-Wing, and my X-Wing got kind of fucked up, and Crespin was just like, 
I don't like you. All I can see is Imperial in you. You remind me of propaganda. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's what it was. And so I told him to eat my entire asshole, and I got on thin ice for that. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. We know why a lot of the squad is now on thin ice, although, of course, uh, Tyria does not want to talk about it. No. Uh, and I think that's the end of that, and we just start jumping to more introductions to people. Or is that the point where they get the call that's like, hey, all of you, come on down to the main room. It's time to meet the rest no, of the squadron. We still have to get There's other conversations. some more Sims, because yeah. uh, like I was saying uh, before, Tainer manages to find out a way to get Hohass's pilot under control. Mm-hmm. They do another Sim, and he goes up there, and the second they get anywhere like in space where they can see some incoming TIE fighters, which they're supposed to be defending a base from bombers. But of course, Hohas just goes, and flies forward. Uh, at that point, Tainer's like, all right, I turn on my targeting system and target Hohas. Yeah, and uh, immediately Jansen's on the phone. Wes Jansen, we haven't mentioned him yet, but yeah. he's a major character. Uh, over the phone, he's like, uh, what are you doing? And then that's when he's like, wait, hold on, I'm just trying something. He's like, just chill. And... Runt is like, hey, buddy, are you going to kill me? And he's like, I'd rather not, but do you want to get the fuck back in formation? <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try and rein that in. Yeah, yeah. He basically tells Pilot from uh, of Hohas, like, hey, get behind me. I am following. You are. Uh, I am leading. You are following. You are my wingman. Yeah. Uh, and then he lasts like that for quite some time with, with, uh, with Runt actually following orders and staying behind him. Until they get deep into a firefight, and then and then Runt loses their control again and goes herring off into combat, warbling loudly in a battle cry. Yeah. And he's, this Tainer's like, fine, you're leading now. I'm your wingman. Fine, whatever. Yeah. And they do, you know, much better than they did in the first run. Yes. But uh, he has started to get Runt under control. Yes, just barely. And when he comes out, Runt's even excited. He's like, hey, th- you know, we thank you for that. That was that. That's a, a neat way to put us uh, under control. Yeah, normally we just, you know, take a beating for pilots' bad behavior. So thanks. We'd rather not that happen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that's neat. And we get, a, yeah, just a couple of montages of everybody going around and flying and so on. Uh, and then I think they end up back in downtime yeah, we get, you know, a bunch of introduction to dudes that will no longer be here. Oh, that's right. As they run down the list of people who are not going to be there anymore. Like, uh, there was a dude named Chep- Chedgar. Chedgar, who was arguing with the scoring system for the same reason Kel was. But he, instead of uh, kind of going, oh, fine, but I'm a hot main character, so you can't kick me off the squad. Uh, Chednar didn't matter and can get kicked off the squad. Yeah, Chedgar, however, was kicked off because he was paranoid. He was like, oh. The officers are out to get me. Yeah. And they're like, all right, that you can argue with us, but if you're like coming up with weird conspiracy theories, you're gone. Yeah. So he's gone. There was another thief or hacker or someone who tried to mess with his own scores and gets kicked off the squad. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Trigor Sluss was oh, the, uh, the Quarren. Was the Quarren who got kicked off for backhanding uh jasmine jasmine the because uh, she's uh she's mon cal yeah so so he he's got too much racial animus in him and decides to hit the other fish species from fish planet and gets kicked off the squad immediately for that yeah and banna was the code slicer who was improving his scores mm-hmm. by hacking in there so he got kicked out yeah but yeah they get a bunch of people kicked out of there yeah which eventually starts to cause our our main characters to be like, wow, this is this is rough. Because once we realized amongst the group of us who were talking to each other that, you know, we're all on a razor's edge of washing out. We're watching people be thrown out of the military here. Oh, yeah, because there were like 40 something of them in there and they're just constantly seeing people leave. Yes. And sometimes they know why they're like, oh, yeah, this guy was changing his scores. This person hit someone. Yeah. But sometimes they're like, oh, we'll just wake up and like three people will be gone and we don't know why. Yeah, like they can't all be leaving for comedy, you know, college uh, shenanigan reasons. Some of them have to just not be making the cut. Yeah. Like there's got to be some who are like, you're a terrible pilot. We thought we, because we, we recruited you for commando skills and we, we had to see if you were also an okay pilot and you're not. So you're, you're walking. Yeah. And you know, not all of them are going to be friends because it's from Tainer's point of view. He's just like, oh yeah, some days we'll just wake up and three bunks will be empty and I don't know why. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because you only talk to the main crew because you have PC Halo and you can see other people with Look, it. If you wake up and the other bunk is empty, that's because Jesus was sleeping with you. 
There was only one bunk, and that's when I slept with you. <laughs> also, I was a little drunk. <laughs> Quote, Jesus. <laughs> Don't make a big thing out of it. <laughs> there was only light touching. It's okay. But yeah, at the end, once they figure out, like, oh, we're all basically fuck-ups, and the reason we're here is because we are fuck-ups, that's when they get the message of, hey, come on, down to the X-Wing station. And they're like, oh, shit, this is the point where they tell us whether or not we have a full squadron. Yeah. And they get down there, and boy, oh, boy, the cuts were hard and they were heavy. Of 43 original recruits, 10 are left, out of what, a 12 that they needed. Yes. They, they decided that they, some of, that they were so adamant about perfection that they cut to below their own minimum yeah they're like well we wanted 12 people for a full squad we didn't get it Mm -hmm. but uh i guess that means me and jansen are flying with you yeah it means we're not just xos we actually have to fly also it saves the author from having to come up with two more wacky alien backstories yeah plus everyone's ghostling i'm here to fuck (laughs) well everyone's here from the fucking x-wing series from rogue squadron so they're like no, man, have fucking Wedge out there. I want Wedge to yeah, be out absolutely, there. absolutely, yeah. Or just get Hobie or whoever from the others. Get Tycho, whoever from the other squadrons. Give me someone I know. And yeah. so they, Wes and Wedge are the two sort of touchstones here yeah. that get to stay on the squad. Still, I would have really liked it if they had had to just be like, well, we added two more that were established pilots. So, uh, you know, first of all, we've got the son of Waru, Baru. And he's like, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I, you have to pack me into the... Really, you got to sit on the canopy to get it to close on me. Some bits are going to come off. It's fine. It's fine. It's Look, fine. you just you open up one of my little gold shields. You pour the the beef stew into the pilot seat. <laughs> and I basically pilot from there. Yeah, I got to figure. It's just basically pilot. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe I heal the X-Wing. Maybe I devour it. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we got about four Brebeshems in a heap that are going to be piloting with us. Are they quivering artistically? No, that's pooping. <laughs> no, they're quivering pilotly. <laughs> well, we also have Pilot from Farscape will be joining the squad. <laughs> uh, Happy to be here. Always felt I was underserved on my original show. <laughs> They say it took 10 people to operate me. I do belong in books. <laughs> I'm way better served not in a show where they're like, no, we can't show you. <laughs> I'm just happy to be away from Rigel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they show up and we get the 10 people. Most of the ones we've already named, obviously, you get all of Tainer's squadron is going to be in. Yes, everyone he's met so far is in. Yeah. Why, why spend a bunch of time with, uh, sitting around a table introducing someone who's going to wash out? Exactly. So everyone he meets is a badass. And then uh, we get the Bothan is there. Yeah, his deal is he's a, uh, I forget his what he's good at as a commander, uh, commando, uh, but we, t- we find out that that, to- that Ton P- Pathson or whatever his name is, the cyborg guy. Fanon. Uh, Fanon Tom, Fan- Tom Fanon is a doctor, a yeah. real doctor. He was like, because as soon as they go, they go through the list, they're like, all right, we're going to list out everyone in order of what rank you're going to have in the squad for yeah. like how good you are and then also what your job as a commando is. Yes, cuz the uh, and the the squad ranks so that Wedge is in charge, uh Wes is second in command and then third in command is is Mindonos cuz he has already been in command of a squadron, he's a lieutenant. So so that that was almost a guarantee even though I would have put him in charge of anything at the moment. I would have put him in therapy at the moment. But whatever, well, sure. Give him give him XL. Yeah, but so they're like, all right, we got Mindonos. Uh he is also gonna be our sniper. Yes. Uh we've got uh I like the Tainer bo- who's next. And he's demo he's demolitions, and he'll be a flight lead. And then everyone else is equal. He's a backup mechanic. He's a backup mechanic and a demo expert. I like that they just straight up are like, uh both Piggy and Runt are strong. Don't worry about it. They're just strong. And I, they also go, uh, and I guess Piggy is all, would also be useful if we had to infiltrate Gamorians. Yeah, well, you know, they're like, oh, uh, lots of people use Gamorians as guards. Yeah. Because you can give them simple commands and they're strong. So if we need to dress him up like a fucking guard, yeah. we can do that. Just pack that fur diaper thing in your, in your X-Wing in case we need it. And one of them axes, you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fly me closer. Uh... But yeah, we get uh, Garrick Loran, who is Face. Yeah, that's Face's real name. And he basically is the Face, because he's like, oh, he has full disguise and makeup proficiency. He speaks a bunch of languages. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's got full disguise and makeup proficiency. He can dress up as anybody with a horribly disfiguring scar. No, he's got makeup capability. <laughs> he can look like whatever he wants to. He can fully Mission Impossible this I shit. I guess that's he's like a Rick Baker level makeup wizard who can just do like put a face covering on himself. Yeah, sure. And you know he's also being a big ham about this because as soon as they call out his name, he stands up and takes a bow. And when they're saying all the things he does, he's like, and don't forget, I'm also a master actor. I'm a thespian. And then he's like, yes, you're also a great cook and you've got kitchen duty. You want to keep this shit up? (laughs) No. (laughs) Indeed I do, for I love the culinary hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I hear you're also great at scooping shit. Everyone poop in this bucket. You're going to scoop it out. A practice in the field of excretory. (laughs) All right, this guy's out. I'm shooting him. (laughs) Ooh, I get to act out a big meaty death scene. (laughs) Nope, right in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Hurrah. Uh, Then we got Phelan Sand Skimmer, whose big thing is that she's a driver. She's good at ground vehicles and Y-wings. Yeah, I like that they they call out Y-Wings as a thing she's good at. Like, our X-Wing squadron needs one person who's good at Y-Wings for fun. Well, yeah, because she's like, oh, I don't want to be compared to Luke Skywalker because that's all I get being a pilot from Tatooine. Yeah. So I'm not an X-Wing ace. I'm a Y-Wing ace. <laughs> and, of course, we get the mention of like, ooh, and she'd be so pretty if she wasn't just daring anyone to say anything yeah, all the time it's just one more time around in tainer's head where anytime he sees a woman in the military he has to be like a woman in the military and she's sexy too mm. if she smiled anyway <laughs> nope yeah, it'd be a whole lot pretty if you smile once in a while <laughs> look just go lie down on top of the corpse of of uh face because uh I mean, it's just gonna make the the, the cleanup easier for later oh <laughs> <laughs> uh... But yeah, we find out that Fannin was an actual for reals doctor because when they say, oh, he's going to be our medical officer, someone's like, what, were you like in the core, just like a medic in the core? And he's like, oh, no, I'm Dr. Fannin. I was a straight up doctor. Yeah. And like, then why are you here? And he's like, well, because I only heal the people I like and I murder the people he's, I don't like. I don't like patching up people that I don't like and I love killing people I do hate. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, then you're you're ter- you should have been removed or stripped of your doctor license by now. Eh, I mean, <laughs> I still do it. I just prefer murdering people I hate to patching up people I don't like. I, I think the licensing boards of Star Wars aren't as bad. I mean, because the only other doctors we're really familiar with are like an, a crazy archaeologist and then Dr. Evazon. Yeah. Look, so. man, we got like a t- <laughs> evil, uh, like James Bondish kind of <laughs> mad scientist supervillain. Yeah, we got like a Doctor Frankenstein, yeah. and then like a uh, Indiana Jones, but yeah, evil. That's, that's what, yeah, Doctor Afra, Indiana Jones, but on the supply side of crime. <laughs> <laughs> it belongs in my museum. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Runt and Vort just both get. You guys are big and can beat the shit out of people, so good for you. Yeah. I like that they call out in in that description where they're like, well, Runt is super strong for a member of his species, and they get way bigger and way stronger. And you got to be like, well, how is that relevant? Did did he come with a bunch more of them? Do do I just not see his his giant brothers around? Are they only going to show up if we insult him? Yes. Uh, the Bothan grinder is their code slicer because obviously if you're a Bothan, you've got to be a hacker. He's also got a name that indicates that this guy knew that Bothan names have apostrophes in them, but not Y. Yeah, he is Ersk three ag three ag when normally that thing you stick to the end of a, of a Bothan name is fate is apostrophe L Y a or Leah. Yeah. And it's an honorific that they all have. They don't have more than one of those. You either have it or you don't. <laughs> but nope, he's got ag. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate, 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 ag. <laughs> uh, and coming in last out of the ten is Tyria. And she is, uh, I mean, known for being one of the Antarian Rangers from Toprawa. Yeah, which... Tainer is like, well, I remember Toprawa as an extremely dangerous planet where shit happened, but I have no idea what the fucking Antaran Ranger is, so I guess she's some kind of badass. Yeah. Toprawa, he's like, oh, fuck, the Empire wrecked that place. Yeah. Like, they helped out the uh, Rebellion mm-hmm. with the information on the first Death Star, and so they destroyed every city there 
forced them to live in the forest, and then if they wanted, like, food, they had to come debase themselves. Yeah, they boiled Top Rawa for way more than two minutes. They did put some sriracha in Top Rawa, though. <laughs> they just ate it that raw. That helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they cut up a fried egg on top of Top Rawa. <laughs> Ooh, it really helps. It's fancy now. <laughs> it's almost like a meal. Uh, yeah, and I, so, uh, yeah, that's everybody. Yep. So, oh, and then we get a little brief thing where he's like, well, because Wedge and I are going to be flying. Wedge has a lot of, or Wedge says, I have a lot of commando experience because of the previous squadron I was in. And Jansen is a crack shot marksman. So if you need any marksmanship training, go to yeah, him. If anyone wants to know how to use guns real good, go to Jansen. And, uh, and then they split up the team. He's like, all right, I'll assign everybody a wingman. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have three groups of four as well. So we can and have someone more will be in charge of each of those. Yeah, got to have more leaders. So he's like, all right, I am Grey Leader and also Grey One. Go fuck yourself. I'm Wedge Antilles. I get everything. Yes. Uh, but I'm going to have my, uh, I'll have Mistress Akbar as my wingman. Yeah, which is only so we can split Jansen off to be in charge of another one of the squads. Yeah, so he's going to get uh, uh, Akbar, Grinder and uh Phelan. Yes, that's his squadron. Uh he gives Jansen a squadron. Yep. And then he also gives Tainer cuz Tainer got the highest score out of anybody in all of this shit even with the zero that he complained about endlessly. Yep. Uh for for uh in-flight capability so he'll be the third wing leader. Yeah, and he's like Tainer and I assume you can guess who I'm going to make be your wingman. And he's like, oh, God damn it. Is it Runt? It is Runt. We are glee- pleased to tell you that we will ruin everything. Wow, what a fucking genius you're developing into, Tainer. Good job. <laughs> and then you're going to get, uh, <laughs> I think it's, what do they have? Uh, oh, they get Fannin and uh, Face. Yes. So he's like, all right, we'll get all the Jagoffs in one squad. Yeah, your Jagoff squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jagoff Squadron, you go with Tainer. Yeah, and it was clear they didn't want to be assigned to each other, and then he realized that, no, they just didn't want to be assigned to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jansen manages to get paired up with Piggy, and then Donos and Tyria are the other two there. Yes. Now, we're running low on time, so I'll just say that as they're walking away from this, we get a little bit of stuff from Tyria kind of griping that she's being told that she's the worst out of all ten of these pilots. Yeah. Which isn't very nice. No, but- and and it's apparently a thing with her because she's like, well, I washed out of being a Jedi, so I was too bad at being a Jedi to be one of those. Yeah. And I've never been particularly high on piloting normally, and out of everyone in the squad who made it, I am the worst. Yeah, and Tainer's like, you can't think of it that way. You just kind of think that you're the be- you're better than 33 other schmoes. Yeah, you, were, you weren't the 10th of 10. You were 10th of 43. Yeah, and she's like, yeah but 33 people aren't here, are they? Which means I'm left, and now I'm the worst. And let me just ask you, have you ever been the worst of any group? And he's like, no, of course not. That would be insane and ridiculous. And she's like, yeah, I didn't think so. All right, all right, eat, eat a dick. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Now, uh, Tainer's on uh, engineer duty. Because he was the squad mechanic, he's like, all right, everyone's dismissed except for Tainer. You have to go over our X-Wings because we're going to do live fire training. You have to go meet our tubby little mechanic whose name is Cubber. <laughs> Good old Cubber. <laughs> Cubber is a big fat mechanic who is just <laughs> angry that he has to work. Yeah, he's covered in oil. He's grumpy because there's four old X-Wings because four people have their own. Uh, it, obviously... Wedge, Jansen, Donos, and uh, Face, because he bought bought his his, own. Yeah, he bought his own. So there are four X-Wings that are used on the flight deck, but there are four brand new factory new ones, and he's griping because he hates factory new X-Wings. Yeah, they've always got some weird glitch in them. And Incom is always changing shit in the specs and not telling anybody. So he's like, you and I are going to go through these things and figure out all the shit we need to change about them or fix about them. Yeah. And I'm going to go, did you notice, did you see, did you notice the thing? What? There's it's this is the the only reason they do this bit. They go through, they find that they have new seat rails, and one of them's got a bad seat la- or a uh, uh, connection. Well, they use new types of seat rails. They're like, yes. oh, they're using a weird carbon thing yeah, instead ceramic. of the normal metal. Yeah, there's uh, mentioning stainless steel as what they're normally made of, and I was like, hey, come on, say transparent steel or whatever the fuck. Don't use regular no, transparent steel. I know you look through. You can you can list another one of the metals besides transparent or just stainless steel. Not but, bad. But anyway, the important thing, the upshot is that they definitely find one of those Mort Parasite droids. Yes. That is that is super obvious. Remember from the last episode, we were talking about the Mort Parasite project. 
there's a part where Tainer finds a little box stuck to one of the X-Wings and not the other ones, and it's not connected to it via any wires or anything he can determine. And then later in the scene... He hears a little scuttling. A little scuttle noise, like a big insect ran away, and then we never mention the box again. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely one of those. Yes. I'm just taking the mystery away. <laughs> I've never read this book, so I get, to, I get to do this now. Well, no, I mean, I definitely noticed the, oh, that's definitely one of those fucking parasite droids, because it was... I heard something that sounds like an insect, and then when I moved to look for it, it stopped. Yeah. I was just the moment he, he found one. At first, I thought he had found a small compartment in one of the X-Wings, and I was like, oh, that's neat. But then it was, no, he found a little box stuck to it. And I was like, dude, pull that shit off. How come your first suspicion when you find a box on that isn't some kind of spy device? Uh, I mean, if, I, if you find a thing that's like, oh, there's a little box, and it doesn't connect to anything or do anything. All right, well, I'm going to take this off, obviously. Yeah, definitely. And then I check to see if it's a little robot. But the reason they don't is because this squad of mechanics are very lazy yes. and want to get away with whatever they can. Yeah. When Wedge comes down, is like, well, what what are we looking at? And he's like, well, these new X-Wings, they fucking suck. They're terrible. They're, we couldn't possibly get all of them done. We can get maybe two, three if, if we're lucky, and four if the, like, uh, interior press mechanics work perfectly the first time. And he's like, there isn't any of that in this. We're just bullshitting you yeah. because this will take about an hour and then we're going to go play some Bach. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Antilles does not buy it, but he pretends to for unit morale cohesion or whatever. And he just goes and sits in his X-Wing for a long time to stall them out of just leaving immediately. Well, yeah, he just hangs out for an hour yeah. and they're like, God damn it, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we want to go play. He's just doing that to fuck with them. So they work the whole time. Uh, but right as uh, he's, he's getting ready to leave, uh, Han Solo shows up. Yeah, and, you know... Mandated appearance of someone from the movies. Tainer can rightfully pick out a YT-1300. But Cubber... But Cubber's like, oh, no, that's no normal YT-1300. That's the Millennium Falcon. I can tell. It sucks ass. It's a piece <laughs> of shit. They, I was stationed on Hoth, and he never let me work on it. I keep waiting for any other Star Wars property to put another YT-1300 in something and have people just go, that's not the Falcon. Why, that certainly isn't a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it hops down. This is covered to be like, oh, this is the closest you're ever going to be to greatness. That's General Han Solo. You can tell your kids you saw him walk away from you and didn't acknowledge you. Yes. And we get a brief description of how Harrison Ford is handsome. Yep. And then all he hears is some words that w that sound like we're, it's supposed to be a big mystery, but it's literally the next scene in the same chapter. Yeah, he so, just overhears a couple yeah. fragments from the next thing. Yeah, and then the two of them, uh, Han and Wedge, walk away together because they're old friends. Yeah. And uh, then we just cut right to Han and Wedge having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, Han's here because... He is hand-delivering information for the squad mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, we're testing to make sure we don't have, like, a leak or a mole or anything like that. So we sent, we transmitted our mole. various, uh, like, orders and whatnot for everyone and all their flight things and everything. Mm -hmm. But then I'm going to hand-deliver the actual orders, and then if it turns out that they, like, try and ambush us, in the way that we were supposed to be going, we know that they can uh, get our transmissions. Yeah, that's the official reason that Han Solo is here. The real reason he's here is because he's been assigned to Warlord Zinge hunting for too long, and he's gotten grumpy and wanderlusty about it. Yeah, he's it. just fucking bored, and he's like, uh, I took this job so I could leave and not do diplomatic bullshit. As long as I'm in the Falcon with just Chewie, I can dress like I want and fly around to do dumb shit. So yes, I'm hand-delivering messages. But really, it's because I want to play cards at every base. So I'm just going to go to a base and play some fucking cards. Yeah, and, and Tilly's is like, well, you came to the right place. The uh, the person who runs this place is a total teetotaler, so we have no alcohol. And he banned all forms of games and chants. All we have is uh, diplomatic recordings of old Senate meetings. Yeah, we don't even have the ability to get like transmissions from Pleasure Planet. Uh, all we have are old Senate meetings. And he's like, I will actually murder you. I will kill Chewbacca and then myself. <laughs> I will stab you in the throat, Wedge Antilles. <laughs> Chewbacca, get him. <laughs> Rip this, this man's arm this, off. This is the life deck. This is what it boils down to. But it's, he's just like, no, you're, you're fucking with me. And he, the problem is, the problem with Star Wars books and Wedge here 
as an emblem of Star Wars books is he can't just go, yeah, I was fucking with you. Come on, let's get Stinko. You know, <laughs> that'd be fine. Instead, he has to be like, no, let me take you to downtown, t- downtime, our local bar and repository of the largest amount of Corellian brandy th- anywhere in the galaxy of exotic vintages and incredible ages. Let's go see if we can sample enough to put a dent in their inventory now. And you're like, keep it simple. Hey, man. Keep it simple, stupid. You didn't need to say no. a fucking paragraph. You could have been like, ah, I'm fucking with you. You didn't need to tell me this dismal, shitty moon base that uses springs for table legs uh, also has the world's biggest repository of special expensive alcohols. It doesn't. It, it doesn't need to. Just say, let's get drunk. Come on, Han Solo. Let's get drunk. <laughs> hey, man. Let's get fucked up. <laughs> you and me, Han. Let's tie one on and play cards. Uh, I also love that we see at the end here, Chewbacca comes out, not following Han doing his thing, but he like looks around and roars and then fucks off. And Tainer's like, yeah, he was probably saying that this place is mine and it's my territory now. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Are are you also surprised he didn't pee everywhere? You fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, no, what he did was come out and say in Shrewook, ah, Fuck my back. <laughs> I hope a moon never hits me. Jesus Christ. Ugh, I got to get a drink. <laughs> I wonder if he came out of the Falcon and just yelled in tree walk and all he was saying was no one go in there for 45 minutes. Woo. Oh, baby. I just left an Ewok in there. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, we'll train him to be an X-Wing, but no. God, <laughs> I'm saying I took it, a huge Wookiee dump. I'm saying my dump was massive and hairy. I'm, telling I'm saying th- if you left my dump alone in a room, it would make a weapon. I'm saying the toilet seat in the Falcon is at a 45-degree angle. And the flushers broke. What I'm trying to tell you right now <laughs> is my my dump would definitely roast you over a spit unless you were a golden god. <laughs> But no, he's marking territory or some shit. What the fuck, Tainer? God damn it, Tainer. <laughs> Stop making me want to see Trigget again. <laughs> oh, also, there's a little subplot happening here where they're only called Gray Squadron right now. And uh, oh, we- yeah. Wedge has insisted that o- only his X-Wing and Jansons get to have the red stripes. Everyone else gets a gray stripe, which is hilarious on a gray vehicle. Yep. Um, and they will change the name and the stripe pattern if anyone comes up with a good name for Gray Squadron. Yeah, they've and, got a contest yeah, going. Whoever yeah. gets it gets, gets three days on Commodore. Yeah, you get a little vacation yeah. if you give me a cool name for our outfit. And no one's tried to guess yet. I guess you only get one. Well, I mean, no one's tried to guess yet because he just said that that day yeah, and I, then dismissed everyone. I would have been like, oh, I got like five already. I want that vacation. I hate work. <laughs> Dracula Squadron. <laughs> the Thunderbolts. The Fighting Mongooses. <laughs> Fat Dick Squadron. <laughs> Team A. Wedge Antilles' boys and three ladies. Bussy Squadron. <laughs> Corellian Brandy Repository. <laughs> Squeaky Squadron. <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> you get one drink. <laughs> I like it. So there you go. That's uh, that. That's pretty much... Oh, no, I guess we have to do the... We did go over the Han thing. I'm yes. sorry, never mind. So we're all done. That's it. That's it. That's all of it. We get introduced to our 10 new pilots and where they're going to be. And yes. that's it. That's all we. That, that's all she wrote for those two chapters. Although but it's hey. interesting that they only have eight X-Wings for 12 people. That Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that there's supposed to be two more coming, or maybe they actually are going to put one of them in an A-Wing and one of them in a Y-Wing or something. Maybe. Like... That might be a thing. Maybe they are going to fly out a Y-Wing for Fallon to fly around in. Because I'm like, you're missing four fucking X-Wings. That's a full squad. Are you only yeah. going to send out two squads at a time? I mean, or? my guess is that they're only missing four because they got the first four off the factory line and they're waiting for the next four off the factory line as well. Probably. But we don't know. It'd be, I mean, the cover has an A-Wing on it. So, you know, hope springs eternal that we might get some A-Wing action. Yeah, you got a, what was that, a couple A-Wings on there? Yeah. Yeah. There's like half an A-Wing squad. So, so uh, maybe we'll get some of those. You never know. Yeah. I mean, that kind of just looks like repurposed art of the of a uh, raid on one of the Death Stars because everything underneath them is. 
I mean, but I will say this. Yeah. Two of the X-Wings on there do not have red stripes. Yeah, they, they got the gray. gray stripes. That's easy enough. That's something that a uh, Photoshop person can do. Uh, as opposed to... As, as a person who's seen some shops in my time, I can tell from some of the pixels. I can recognize a Photoshop person by the, uh, the tiny eyes they have that don't let anything but monitor light. <laughs> Your nickname is Photoshop now. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. <laughs> I'll uninstall the 3CS I've had since like 2007. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's all. Come on down to our Patreon and join us for yet more exciting Star Wars content, though, won't you? Yeah, go over to patreon.com slash systemmastery at the $4 level. You unlock our bonus content for this, the expanded Expounded Universe, where we go to Wikipedia, we look up some nonsense in Star Wars, and we relay all of that information to each other and to you. That's right. You also unlock the bonus content for our System Mastery show, so that's just two shows you're unlocking for that $4 a month mm-hmm. range. And you get all of our shows, all of our main shows that nowadays have ads on them, ad-free instead. Skip the ads and just give that money to us instead. Skip the trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay home. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Order pizza. That's right. Keep pizza away from me. <laughs> and skip the trip. Get Blue Apron. If you use our code... <laughs> no. Never. If you use our code for Blue Apron, which is Warby Parker... <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. So, so yeah, just stop on by, please support us. It helps us out a lot and lets us keep doing this, doing this show we love to do. And if you can't, we understand rate and review iTunes and Stitcher, wherever you feel like doing that. Yeah. That's, that's just something you can do. So, Hey, I hope you enjoyed this fine episode of star Wars and I look forward to seeing you all in the Patreon episode. And until I do, I've been Elan Sleeves Bagano and I'd look a whole lot better if I smiled once in a while. It's probably true. 